It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. This week, we decided not to do a new episode for you, but because it's the end of the year, we thought we'd compile every rundown that we did throughout the entire year. So, you can look back and reminisce a little bit on some of these interviews and some of the guests and guest hosts who we've had on the podcast, and we look forward to getting back to everything for you next week. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. Today we are joined by a special guest. We have Armand Rosamelia. He is an author, also a member of the IBWAA. Um, so we're going to get into some of that later, and for, but we're going to start right now with the way we treat all of our guests with a rundown. So, <laughs> Armand, first question for you, sir. What is your quest? <laughs> My quest, my, we, we won't do the Monty Python thing. Although That's the might. point. Um, and I could probably still do the, probably still do the, do the whole damn thing from memory. Um, my, my quest is to, uh, is to continue to live my dream of being a full-time author. Very nice. Very good. Next, next question, Armand, what is your favorite color? Red. No, Blue. <laughs> Very good. That's the best it, answer yeah. we've had, actually. I, I feel like he's the honest. first person to get it, Brig. I don't think anybody else has gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> up to this point. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm old, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 51 soon. So, I, I, again, I've watched that movie, I don't know, about a thousand times as a, as a Join kid. the club. Very appropriate. All right. So, we know you're into metal, metalhead. Who would you hire to write a heavy metal song yeah. about baseball? As much as I am a, uh, as much as I'm a Red Sox fan, I think uh, Scott Ian and the guys from Anthrax because they're they're huge Yankees fans, but they are definitely baseball. They're definitely baseball nice. fans. Very cool. Yeah, that's that's a great answer. As a Yankees fan, I will affirm <laughs> that. Um, but speaking of the Red Sox, if your favorite team were a beverage, what would it be? If the Red Sox were a beverage, the Red Sox were, you know, it would have to be something red, a Bloody Mary. <laughs> just you just got to get over it in the morning, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> especially especially the year they just had. Yeah, yeah, I would think right. so. Yeah, <laughs> with the way you're used to. What is the name of your yacht? So the name of my yacht. So this is this is funny because. I actually have an, an answer here. Uh, it would be the Goomba. And I'm going to tell you why. Because my dad, when the Sopranos first came out, he swore that that was the name of Tony Soprano's yacht for some reason. And it wasn't. 
but he was arguing with my mother for like an hour about it. And I finally just was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to Google this. And it was totally wrong, but I always remembered he, he thought it was the Goomba for some reason. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. So you'd call yours the Goomba. <laughs> Fabulous. Right. Awesome. <laughs> What's one of the unchecked items on your baseball bucket list? You know, I, I have never been to uh, a bunch of stadiums, but I would love to go to Dodger Stadium. I've ne- I've never been out there. Uh, I'm not necessarily a Dodgers fan, but I would love to go and, you know, hang out with uh, all the celebrities and leave by the seventh inning. Just like the rest of them. <laughs> Doesn't that break yeah. one of your rules, though? I was listening to your your audio book, and, and like I said, we'll get into more of that later, but uh, I believe you said you don't leave until the last out is made. You stay. You stay to the very end. You stay to the last pitch. Doesn't matter what the score is. Doesn't matter what's going on. Absolutely, I totally agree with you on that. All three of us <laughs> nodding emphatically. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> We're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Another item that I thought was really cool is your Red Sox room. What is your favorite item in your Red Sox room? Oh, there's so many. You know, I, I think uh, one of the best items is we have a really cool bat collection now that we've gotten from players over the years. And I think the cool one is is a guy that you probably never heard of. He he had a cup of coffee with the White Sox, but uh, was catcher Adrian Naido, and he uh, he gave us one of his bats, but he gave us one of his White Sox bats, which was pretty cool. So it's it's uh, it's signed by him and everything. But I thought that was a, a pretty cool. That's thing. awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, your last question in the in this rundown. Who would be the most feared baseball player ever if they were a zombie? You know, uh Big Poppy comes to mind. I mean, he's he's a pretty big dude or back in the day Dave Stewart uh mm. with that stare. That he would be a pretty intimidating as a zombie. <laughs> I could see it eyes glazed over a little milky and still the stare into the middle distance. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a great I, I do have a follow-up. I have a follow-up for that, though, real quick. Would his bigness be quite so intimidating as a zombie? Because he probably wouldn't be quite so big, right? Like, you'd have the height, but you wouldn't have the the girth. Is that true? Yeah, he'd still have that look, though. I mean, it's all about it's all about that, that stare. Yeah, there it is. Even as a zombie, he'd have that okay. stare. All right. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Well, you're the resident zombie expert. We just had to, <laughs> had to get that out of there. Yeah. All right, Armand, you made it through the rundown. Well, I think you made it safe to the base, actually. That's perfect. I think so. Excellent choice of answers. Baseball family, we are so excited to bring you another one of our interviews. We have a guest today. Alan Snyder is with us. He's in the house. Alan, how are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. And for those of you not watching the YouTube channel and listening on the audio, uh, he's an O's fan. He's wearing his Orioles oh, t-shirt. Oh, baby. I got my <laughs> Orioles shirt on. I got my Orioles hat on with my yeah. two, 2012 postseason stamp on it. doesn't even say wild card or winner. It just says postseason. <laughs> just keep it. Just try to keep it as close as possible. So we're going to kick this off with uh, what we do every time. We're going to do our rundown, and we're going to see if Alan gets caught in the rundown. And then uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll jump back into more conversation. So, Alan, first question we ask everybody on the show. What is your quest? What is my quest? My quest is to make the world a better place, 
one laugh at a time, one smile. I told you I am a doctor of physical therapy. I know I'm a doctor, surprisingly, with a stash and everything. But honestly, this world has problems. I don't care what side of the wall you're on, what you're doing. I try to live every day to the fullest. You know, one of those not a glass half empty. Make people smile, help people in this world. If we all paid it forward just a little bit more, the world would be a better place. Nice. I like that. Awesome. That's a great quest. So, Alan, what is your favorite color? Oh, my God. Lime green. Don't get me started. I don't know if you can see my – I'm not a gamer by any stretch, but watching the video, you can see I have this lime green chair. If I showed you – like if I took the computer in the other room and you saw my my place – there's a lot of lime green. It is silly. My tennis shoes, I have a, I have shirts, I have my work stuff. I made my whole business plan around the color lime green. Amazing. <laughs> you know, got me this I picked, far. I picked up on that listening to your podcast and we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, next question, if you could have any piece of baseball memorabilia, what would it be? I would have the 2021 World Series Baltimore Orioles trophy. That's what I would want. <laughs> now, I mean, I can, I'm just saying, like, something that hasn't happened in a while, something that hasn't happened in my lifetime for baseball trivia. I'm not one of those guys with, like, signatures or autographs. When I meet a person that's famous, a lot of times I'll just kind of, like, say what's up, tell them I'm a fan. I'm not a, that type of a memorabilia type of guy. Like, I have a – uh, and I'm from Baltimore, so I have like a Ravens helmet. Like it's not signed by anybody. It's fine. I have jerseys and stuff. I would want something in the future. I work in healthcare. I don't ever want to work for the Orioles. But if there was like a World <laughs> Series ring or something like that, I would want to earn it though. I would not want to buy it. I'm not a buy sports memorabilia type of guy. That's my own personal craziness. No, that's awesome. That's good. Maybe you never had anybody answer in the future though. That's that's unique. <laughs> That's original, but it's also <laughs> yeah. not real. So maybe I should have said like 2027 or something. Something in my lifetime would have been preferred. <laughs> you don't have to be realistic with hopes and dreams, Alan. Come on. Wait, seven years is not realistic for any team? <laughs> no, it is. I'm saying you don't have to be realistic. Well, clearly be not if I want the Orioles to win the World Series. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of the Orioles, let's, let's stick with the Orioles for a minute. If they were a drink, what would they be? Oh, so being from Baltimore, this is an easy one because we have a signature drink there. It's called an Orange Crush. It's essentially orange juice. There's vodka. I think they put some orange soda in it, maybe some Sprite. And then you can even make it into something called a Whipped Crush where you add whipped cream flavored vodka or something. So, like, that's one of our signature drinks. (laughs) What would they be? They'd be (laughs) – we actually have a signature beer, which is something I wanted to share with you guys, is because if you go to Baltimore, to the stadium, to the city, the signature beer is something called Natty Bow. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Natural Bohemian Beer is the signature beer of the Baltimore town. And I picked one up the last time I was home because it's pretty cheesy here. Mr. Bow is on the can. <laughs> Natural Bohemian. Now, it's football season, so this is obviously Ravens colors. It says take it to the house because Natural Bohemian Beer, which is absolutely terrible terrible beer you get like a 24 pack for 12.99 is brewed in wisconsin so why is it a baltimore beer i have no idea but at the stadium there's always a guy walking around who's like natty boo who wants a natty boo and you drink it because that's what you do but it's absolute swill it's terrible i'll be drinking i'll be drinking that for the show you're right I'm glad you saved it for this. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> okay, where's somewhere? In, no, I'm going to skip that one. If That's you could funny. design your own baseball scented candle, what would it be the aroma? I know it would be lime green, but what would the aroma be? Well, that would mess with me. I couldn't have a lime green <laughs> color and then have it completely not match. Ah, but as, yes. as far as the scent goes... When it you're talking about baseball, there's nothing better than the smell of a new glove. I know that's I'm sure you've definitely heard that one on the show before. That's not going to be original because you don't want it to be the scent of like new cleats or a jock strap or something. But <laughs> like, like a, a new baseball, I guess, has a, more of a smell, but there is nothing like a new glove. I've played my whole life that the oil, the smell of that leather. I mean, I'm definitely that person who's in the field and, you know, you know, every now and then I'll smell it. It's actually, yeah, I, that's probably a cliche answer, but. It's like the old debate between what's better, the sound of the crack of the glove or the crack of the ball on the bat, and you can go yeah. back and forth, but there's no yeah. other right answer when it comes to baseball. The smell of the glove is by far the best. It really is. Like, every time, yeah. every year I get my glove out, the first thing I do is smell it. It's the very first thing mm-hmm. I do. I love it. And I used to, every time I was running out of the field, stick my face in it just to smell it. Even like mm-hmm. as a catcher, I'd stick it straight over my mask and just get a big old whiff. Yeah. No, I, yeah. that's a great answer. That's that, that is a great answer. Your phrase that's the correct answer, it is. I mean, <laughs> what's I, I haven't heard a better answer than that. Like, it's no at a baseball stadium. I don't know if there's any more smells I want to have. There's a lot of options, not all of them are great. It's true. Nice. <laughs> all right, what's one thing on your baseball bucket list? My so like every dude in this world, I do a baseball trip with my guys. It's uh, it's the Jewish law firm of Snyder, Goldstein, Rosenberg, and Friedman. Uh, none of us are actual lawyers, but if I told <laughs> you that those were the four people on a baseball trip, you'd be like, "Which law firm sponsored this?" So we do a trip around, and we've been to many of the stadiums, some old, some new. And the plan for the last four years was Tokyo 2020, and we have been talking about doing that. And obviously. Before it didn't happen, two of the guys bailed on the trips because their wives didn't want to go. And I was like, well, who cares about them? <laughs> so as it's funny because as we started looking into baseball Olympics, it got real tricky with costs, with getting tickets. Somebody said, you know what would be actually cooler? Why don't we just go do a Japanese baseball stadium tour? And I was like, I will see the Hiroshima Carp any day of the week. Like, that sounds like it would be way more fun, actually, because we haven't been to spring training, but we can do that. We haven't been to some of the stadiums, but we can do that. I think Japanese Baseball League would be like the once in a lifetime. Like, I'm not going to go do it a second time. So that is probably my bucket list. That is something that has to happen before I kick the bucket. Yes. Wow, that's terrific. Uh, What is the name of your autobiography? My autobiography would be like, what'd you just say? You know, <laughs> you know, with like a question, an exclamation, a question. I, I really like that punctuation, completely incorrect, because I kind of live my life in that zone of like a question. No, no, no. He meant to say that. But did he? You know, I, <laughs> I have to be professional with what I do. And I, I am always smiles. I've been in like one fist fight my whole life when I was 10. I'm always about love. I'm always about smiles. But the shock value is really high up there for me, too. And I am that guy who just always – I say what I'm thinking as long as it's good intentions. I'm never trying to hurt somebody, although I may some say something that is offensive. Of course, 2020, you got to be real careful what you say. And sometimes I put my foot in my mouth. But that's kind of one of those things where I'm with my friends and, you know, I snap people's heads very frequently. And I'm the guy who's jovial. And 
you know, in the sport, I played sports my whole life, and I'm not always the best player on the team, but as long as you're good enough and you bring something to the table as far as making it more fun for other people, you'll always have friends. You'll always have something to do. And I've never really thought that out loud, but yeah, what what you just say? Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. I, good. I like that. Yeah. All right, Alan, I've got to know, what's wrong with Joe Buck? I actually don't hate Joe Buck as some as much as some people. Uh, I get it. I get it. Like he grew up. Here's the thing. What is wrong with him? I was really getting annoyed at what was his hair last year or the teeth or did he do facial hair? You know, but that man works hard. I get it. He grew up where it was gifted to him. He had the dad. He The dad had the voice. The dad is one of the most famous people to ever call a game. He was just given everything. But that man works yeah. hard. That man is very good at what he does. I could do with less the, the football stuff where he's the Cowboys and – I want to know what his real voice sounds like because you know there's no way he goes home to his wife and he's like, "What's for dinner tonight, honey?" Like, there's no <laughs> way he talks to her. You know, I'm a big fan of the UFC, and you know, Bruce Buffer calls the UFC and is like, "It's time." I, he has his own podcast. He sounds nothing like that. Not even close to it. His voice is actually pretty raspy. I have a feeling hmm. Joe Buck's real. Like Bob Costas, I bet you he is that way all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. You know, Bob Costas sounds like he does. And, you know, I'll ever have a place in my heart with his pink eye situation of 2010 <laughs> or whenever that was. That yeah, was great. Yeah. But as far as Joe Buck goes, he's doing it, man. And I really do appreciate how hard that man works. I don't have a lot of problems with him because there's not many other sports announcers that I would be like, I would rather see that person calling every Cowboys game with Troy Aikman. Like, I think he does a good job. I really do. Brad, what is your problem with Joe Buck? I don't have a problem with Joe Buck. I'm doing an investigation to find out what people do have a problem with Joe Buck. <laughs> oh, it, it's just, it's jealousy. It's, it's absolutely jealousy. <laughs> it has to be. And, That's the only conclusion I came to. Yeah, and like, look, you guys have a podcast. People don't realize how hard it is to talk, to keep the game going. You know, who was that guy, the, the, the guy who got fired this past year, the Cincinnati guy, or he was calling oh, the Kansas yeah. City game? Yeah, to his oh, credit, yeah. that guy didn't miss a beat. He was apologizing. <laughs> I am so sorry. And it's a long fly ball. That is hard to do. That's a really yeah. hard thing to do. Calling a baseball game, especially being the play-by-play um, same thing. Like, what, what's the baseball show with Hank Azaria? I don't know. If I was you guys just gonna say, it's a very bar- Brock oh, very Brockmire Brock moment. Yeah. That yeah. that opening scene. <laughs> wow, that is the funniest thing that's ever been done in the history of anything. Do you know how hard that is to do? Where you're telling this story and painting a picture and spilling your heart out. I mean, Brockmire, God bless. I didn't. I thought the rest of the show went downhill, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that first, first episode is life changing. Oh yeah, that God. first five minutes is the very was the very best part of the series. I've I was, watched I was that crying, over and over again. Crying last so night. funny. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I kept waiting for another moment like that, but it never came. No, I gave up after the first season. I couldn't do it. But, yeah. All right. So this is an age old question for us: What's your go to fourth inning snack? I, you know, I'm a sucker as far as the uh, wherever I'm at. <laughs> Whatever stadium I'm at, like I'm not a big snack guy. To be honest, I'm usually drinking my calories. But if I'm gonna get <laughs> get a snack or a food, I'm that sucker who, especially nowadays with with smartphones, you can just Google where the food is. Excuse me, what the signature food of of the stadium is, and I'm like gonna go get whatever they offer at that stadium just because you're there. Yolo, uh, do we still say Yolo? I guess we still say Yolo. We do. We're saying it now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, look, I've been out, I've been out to Seattle before. I've been to, I guess it was it was Safeco at the time. I, 
ahead and eat your roll. Why not? I, you know, you're there. Yeah. I'm not going to be back there any other time. Why not? So if I'm going to have a snack, eh, I guess. In Baltimore, around Camden Yards, which I don't know if you guys have been to, there is a million people outside selling a million different things, and you can bring it all into the stadium. You show up with a $20 bill and a shopping bag, and you just fill it up with peanuts <laughs> and anything you want, just no glass. And I guess I'll go with the like peanuts if I'm doing a stadium that I've been to a million times and I can bring it there. I guess I'm a sunflower seed guy too. But if I'm at a stadium or somewhere I've never been, I'm going to opt for – you know, whatever the stupid thing they're offering that's overpriced. Like, I've had a Dodger dog. It was horrible, but I did it. Yeah. You yeah, got to do it. That's, that's like right. what that, uh, on the vein of the Dodger dog, that's like what Jerry Seinfeld says. He's like, the line between sucks and great is so thin. It's like, the dog, the dog <laughs> is overcooked. It's been boiling for hours. The The bun is stale. Did it suck? But it wasn't great. Yeah, it was great. You know, so you I've been to, so I've been actually to Dodger Stadium twice. At the second time, my friends who had never been were like, "We're getting Dodger dogs." I was like, "I'm <laughs> getting pizza." I already suffered that thing last time. <laughs> been awesome. there, done that. All right, our last question for this rundown: What is the square root of Chris Davis? God, overpaid. However much that is. <laughs> the square wait wait uh, wait do i have a chance of doing k Chris davis or are we talking about crush chris davis like my guy your guy chris your davis guy. is the c the square root whatever he was taking that was helping him i don't know that was <laughs> oh that guy is like built for quadruple a baseball and then he started <laughs> taking something and then he was in fuego for t- two years in a three-year span because there was that middle year where nothing happened but it was yeah. it was great, man. It was oh my god! I would give my firstborn for seven more Chris Davises in twenty fourteen. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he got popped for Adderall, and I was like, I was defending him. I was like, the dude's got ADD. Give it like give it to him. And then it turns out that not really that it was helping him. So I was like, oh yeah, no. But I totally yeah. get what you're saying with the four A baseball. I was I'm a I was a big Mike Zunino fan when he was in Seattle, and I was like, he mm-hmm. is a great. He is a four A All Star. 4A All-Star, but he can't make it the bigs. And that's what Chris Davis has turned into. Uh, yep. We still had those years, though. And, oh, my God, they were great. I I don't know your guys' history as much, but just for us, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll get into it. But the joy that I had for those couple of years, and I, I guess we didn't really even talk about it, but I live in New York City. Like, I'm on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I go to more Yankee games than anything else. And to go to Yankee Stadium and to just celebrate Oriole home runs is like nothing else. I mean, it, it's beautiful. <laughs> 27 World Series. Yeah. Guess what? Home run. How you doing? Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Say hi to your mother. We have a special guest with us tonight. We have Jewel Young, actually somebody who I met through the Rays community because of we, you know, we talk every week about uh, Rays Energy. He and I, we are also we're part of a Rays group on Facebook. So welcome, Jewel. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great, we're happy to have you. So we're going to give you the same treatment we give all of our guests. We're going to go through the rundown and see if you can handle it. All right, you ready right, for this? Bring it. I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. All right, your first question. What is your quest? My quest. Mm-hmm. My quest is to, I, I guess my quest is to help educate, not educate, but let everyone know about baseball, just to keep them updated, to let everyone in on the know and 
Just for baseball to spread, for the love of the game to spread. The love that I have for everyone else to have. Awesome. Next question. What is your favorite color? Uh, it's going to have to be Seahawk Navy and Seahawk uh, bright green. Ooh, Brad Very is nice. excited about that. I am excited about that. I do love those colors. <laughs> and the Mariner teal. And the Mariner teal. Yeah, the Mariner teal is very nice. The the Seahawks lime green, like I really like it a lot, but I do not like the lime green uniforms. You know, when they go all no. lime, it, it's too much. They're it's too much. Too much. I agree. I agree. Yeah, too much of a good thing. There is such a thing. All right. If your team, the Seattle Mariners, same with mine, were a beverage, what would it be? Mountain Dew. Oh, oh, oh my god! Fast, <laughs> dude. Oh my! Oh, you gotta be kidding! <laughs> I literally went to the gas station right before this, and I got a Mountain Dew, like <laughs> two peas. Holy smokes! See, I Unreal. knew you were both heathens. I just knew it. <laughs> oh come on, Brave! You're just jealous. <laughs> no, be a Northwest thing. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brig. Uh, next question is if you could name your dog after a baseball player at any era, doesn't matter who it is. What would you name your dog? Griffey. Oof. That is maybe, the correct answer. Maybe Edgar actually. <laughs> well, no, Edgar's not a dog name. Griffey. Griffey. You could name him bone. Like Jay oh, Buhner no, bone. Like, dog bone. I don't know. <laughs> I would, I would, if I was going to do Jay Buhner, I would just do Buhner. Buhner. That, yeah. I think it's I think it's probably the right way to go there. Bone is too much of a dog pun to be a to be a, a good dog name. I think I think you've got a valid point there. And then I think of Brett Boone. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. we don't need Brett Boone. <laughs> no. we, we don't need all that. We don't need all that. <laughs> we don't need to bring no. him in. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Griffey, I like it. Okay. What is your favorite fourth inning snack? Ooh, if I'm in the fourth inning, I've already probably had too many sunflower seeds, but I still have them. I'm not really into peanuts, but I'm probably going, probably going like a cotton candy or a lemonade. Mm. Mm. Very nice. Follow-up question real quick. How do you feel about the garlic fries at T-Mobile? Out of this world. They shouldn't even be allowed to serve them. They're that good. They're the best. I say it all the time. I'm always talking about the garlic fries. Brad, raving about them. Yep. Brad, you gotta, you gotta try them. They just don't have them on the East Coast because you guys just can't do it, do it like us. But it's true. It's true. But I'll get out there one day and we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, I heard what is your good ones too. What's your favorite baseball life lesson or parallel to life? Um, favorite baseball life lesson by far is patience, kind of letting the life and the game come to you. Uh, something, something that I've always learned. To, that's like one of the biggest things I took from the game is patience. Um, and just applying it because every, if you're watching the game, you gotta be patient. If you're playing, you gotta be patient. You gotta and just be ready to attack when the opportunity is there. So I would say, I would say between those, that's it. Awesome. Solid. Solid. Like that. Solid. Yeah. What is the name of your yacht? Um, ooh. Man, I would have to go Kingdom. Nice. Kingdom. That's a good one. 
if you could grab a piece of MLB memorabilia, which, what is it? What you grabbing for, for money's not an object. Oh, I'm uh, I want to say I want to grab that $65,000 Babe Ruth signed baseball Costco had. Um, but no, I'm going, I'm going the ball that Felix used when he tossed his perfect game. Oh, solid. Brilliant. That's really good. That is really, really good. I like that. Or Ichiro's last hit or his last, the last bat he used in Japan. Yeah. yeah. That would, oh man, I can't, I don't even know how much that would cost. That would be unreal. Anyway. I'll settle right. with a cleat. What's that? I'll settle for a cleat. Yeah. <laughs> even like a single spike, not even yeah, like the shoe, just... like a single spike. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Uh when it comes to hats, snapback, fitted or flex fit. So, I have a problem with flex. I no no flat bill, no no fitted. That's not me. I can't I hate flex fit because my head is between a medium and a large. Mm-hmm. And so I have to do that thing when you roll you have to I have to roll up the back for it to fit. Mm. To like stay in stay in yep. place. So, yep. I do snapback, but I have to wear it at an angle because again, my head's not, won't fit. I get it. Somehow as I've aged, I've gotten to the point where my hats don't go on straight, like naturally anymore. I don't know what it is and nothing makes me crazier than a crooked hat, especially on my own head. So I have to like put it on and then like center it, either look in the mirror or feel the sides of the bill, you know? Yes. And Mm -hmm. Oh man, I I don't know what it is. Like as I've aged, I don't know if my head has changed shape or whatever. But, but yeah, it just doesn't go on straight anymore. And it drives me insane. Absolutely insane. Agreed. Hey, last question: What is your Korean baseball team of choice? Oh, Korean um, Kia Tigers? Are they KBO? They are. They are. Ding nice. ding ding! Very good. Nice. Very good. It's the wrong answer, but you got you got one. You got one. You got, oh, yeah. I, I was I my first thought was Rakuten Eagles because uh Tanaka just re-signed with them. And oh, I was yeah. like the latest NPB KBO thing that I've seen. And so yeah. I was like yeah. Rakuten Eagles. <laughs> no, yeah. we both we both decided that we were gonna be Dinos fans. And the Dinos are the champs. So we that's the right answer, but no, we'll give you credit for K, for uh, Kia Tigers. That's that's perfect. The Dinos are where um that's where um, Sungbum Na played plays, right? Yep. Nice. yep, that's right. Yep, that's this hat that I have on is a oh. a nod to the the NC Dinos. Welcome back, baseball family, to yet another installment of the Baseball Together podcast. We have an exciting interview to bring you today. John Moore is in the house. He's with us here. Say hi, John. Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> we're really excited to have John here. We're going to let you uh, get to know him in just a minute. But first, we're going to see if he gets caught in the rundown. So, John, our first question for you is, what is your quest? My quest? Oh, my gosh. My quest <laughs> as far as baseball or general life? Whatever you want, John. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, hard-hitting questions here, man. You guys are journalism majors, aren't you? <laughs> Good Lord. I get, I, you know, my quest is a, is a happy, long – I'm, I'm very happily married. I'm a lot older than you youngsters. Uh, been uh, happily married, got a wonderful wife, three wonderful kids. I just hope everyone stays healthy. 
healthy and uh, get them grandkids. And I got my oldest one married off. So uh, that's, that's my quest and, and see as much baseball. Uh, you know what? My quest, my wife and I have a quest to see every major league ballpark in America along with minor league ones. And we're pretty well on our way when we've seen a few so far. Wow. Nice. That's a great quest. All right. Follow up question. (laughs) What is your favorite color? My favorite color is blue. Blue. Mm -hmm. I'm partial to orange too, but blue. Yeah. I I do like blue. Next question. What is your favorite position to watch or focus on during a baseball game? Wow. That's a great question. You know, I, 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 I'm an old school guy, really like a good pitcher's duel um, and, and a catcher and watching a catcher call a game. So that that's probably the most uh, I'm, I'm a big defender of defense too. So um, I like all of it, but I guess a good pitcher's duel is really exciting to me. Solid. Agreed. Yeah. We're, (laughs) we're all about pitching and defense, small ball here. Yeah. Um, Like big time. I was a catcher growing up. So I, I watch catchers all the time. Love it. Yeah. Love pitching. If your team were a beverage, what would it be? A beer. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Was the Rangers? Is that I'm right? sorry. Was I too? Was I too soon with that? Let me say it again. A beer. <laughs> you know. Now are we talking a Bud Light, or is this a, something on the IPA spectrum? Or I tell you, I like a I like a local blonde brew from any anywhere you go. If there's a local beer or local brewery, I will go in and get your blondes. I'm not a big IPA guy. The dark beers just they don't settle with me right, and it just gives me the belches and everything else. So a good blonde <laughs> beer from any local brewery, my wife and I are usually on board. We love them. That's wonderful. That's great. Uh, which Texas Ranger throws the best parties? the best parties mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh you know uh let's see I, I would have to say um at all time or like on the current roster Ooh, uh let's see both is your let's discretion both. yeah <laughs> I, I think i think all time from uh I, I don't know if you know this you guys know this or not but there's a former major league player named jeff fry and he he hosts a pod, podcast and i'm his producer and the stories i've heard about him and and all the different guys we've had on sounds like jose canseco the former ranger probably through the best parties um he, he, jeff holse jeff holse was on the other or david holse was on the other night he played for the rangers and the brewers for a few years and he talked about when canseco was with the rangers that he flew him and his wife out to Florida to stay at his house so they could play golf and beat a rod. <laughs> so, it, and, and Canseco was always going out. So it sounds like that guy would probably through the best parties on the team today, probably throwing the best party, I, I guess. Golly, I would, I would probably guess I would probably say someone like Elvis until he got traded. So mm. uh, Gallo, I've seen Gallo. We've seen Gallo go to a couple things and have a couple beers, maybe Joey Gallo. Now are we playing golf? and beating a rod he or did. are we they, playing golf and beating a rod like, <laughs> yeah 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 i think they meant they shot a better score than a rod did it was kind of because uh just yeah felt he felt like it should be clarified there especially conseco <laughs> there's so many people on both sides of that argument you know i just <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> That's a good follow-up brig i appreciate that all right Thanks. John, when it comes to hats, are you a snapback, flex fit, or fitted kind of guy, or are you a dad hat guy? 
I am a uh, see on ball caps. Uh, you know, I I I, I kind of like the the I do like the fitted hats, um, the flexible fitted hats. I really like those. I don't really care. I don't. I'm not old school with the ones that sit up high on your head. I just like a good. And I really I forget what they call them now, where they look like they're kind of worn out and used. I really love those hats. Yeah. Um, but but I here's what I am. I'm a guy that thinks if you're gonna wear a ball cap, you wear the cat straight on your head. You wear it straight ahead and and do that. I coached for a little while with little kids. And I said, you know, when you walk off the field, you want to put it backwards, do all that. I do that too sometimes, but when you're on the field, we're all going to have our hat straight on. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to bend the bill a little bit, the flat hat, you know, and uh, uh, that's not my thing, but that wasn't my thing growing up. That's a new thing now and I'm getting used to it, but I, I don't wear the flat hat. I always, yeah. used to, I always bend the bill a little bit. So what's yeah, your favorite can... fourth inning snack then? My fourth inning snack is probably yeah. going to be either peanuts uh, I like to go get some peanuts or popcorn to go with my beer. Usually, mm-hmm. I, nice. I feel like anybody who can eat popcorn in public is brave, because yeah. I find myself just like handful after handful, like I'm never gonna get it again. Just like, <laughs> you know, and so that's like the one food I will not eat in public. Well, so, so I'm credentialed media for the Texas Rangers, and they provide free popcorn. So it's really a pain oh. because you just can mm. keep going back and just sitting there at your at your computer just. Doing they're big the spenders time. down there in Arlington. Oh yeah, they're big. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, John. Which current Texas Ranger could you strike out? Could I strike out? Ooh, current Ranger. It's got to be a pitcher, right? So you got to think of a pitcher that you might <laughs> yeah. could strike out. So yeah. I, um, God, they're they're all athletic. I, I would say on this team, God, they'd probably all take me yard. It wouldn't even be a problem. <laughs> uh, I, let's see. If I had to pick one on there now, maybe you're looking at someone like uh, they just brought in this guy from uh, Korea named Yang. He looks a little pudgy. Maybe I could, you know, try to run him inside and see if I can ch- jam him up or something. Uh, they, they're probably all going to take me yard. I think if I if I aired it out, even at my younger days, I might top out at about seventy one or two. So, right, I'm probably just tossing bat in practice. Uh, That's so. great. That's great. So, my next question for you, John, is: uh, is Will Chuck Norris be throwing out uh, the first pitch at a game in the new stadium this season? And and if so, how long will the catcher be on the injured list? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I wonder if he's ever done that. Being he's he does live in the Metroplex, I think. Uh, doing that, if he's if he goes, I don't know. We got some. We got three young tough catchers down here in Texas. I, Chuck might be in trouble. What is he? Seventy five now, something like yeah, that. That's right. Probably still do the splits. Yeah. <laughs> Not fair. All right. Think last one. Fair. That's he can gurgle peanut butter. So yeah, don't. that's right. <laughs> All right. Last one for you. What is your favorite memory covering the Texas Rangers? My favorite, you know, I, I uh, so covering them, um, it, it's, I've only been doing it for a few years now and I was there. So if y'all don't know, we have a brand new stadium. Uh, that we just built a big indoor stadium. Um, and on the, I was at the very last game of the old stadium. And after the game, media is allowed on the field. We were down on the field and I was standing right there at home plate when they dug up home plate and did this whole ceremony. A lot of the old Rangers, when I was growing up, uh, were there and we got the, they took it across over to the new stadium, which was still in the process of being built, but it was to take home plate and put it over there. That was, mm. uh, that was an amazing time to do that. And probably the first game I ever got to attend as media was pretty cool. 
Um, I kind of kept my mouth shut and my head down as I was, it was brand new doing it and, uh, and following around. Now I'm good friends with, you know, all the TV and radio crew and all the, all of them. I've gotten to know them now, but back then I was just kind of like a deer in the headlights and making sure I didn't say anything wrong, basically. Yeah. That is 100% the experience of the first game. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I was at, yeah. I was in the press box for at a twins game and Tory Hunter came walking through cause it was his, is the weekend he was getting inaugurated in or, uh, initiated into their ring of honor. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then like, you know, everybody else was there. You had Rick Aguilar and a bunch of other hall of famers and stuff. I just like, just mind my P's and Q's. I understand that. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do have one story that was, that's really cool. So in the old stadium, uh, so, and this is, believe me, I'm an old Ranger fan. I started back in 74, the first game I ever attended. And this wow, was the nice. old, old Arlington stadium. And then they built in 94, the stadium that we just left. And mm-hmm. so my first year in the press box, um, back behind where the press is, there's a, a like a, a room where you go eat. They, you know, they, they put out a buffet dinner and you eat the dinner and they all these tables to sit at. And they have soft drink machines and all of that. No beer. I guess in the old days used to be beer, but there wasn't beer. So you could go get a soft drink or whatever. So I'm going to get uh, the Oreos are in town and I go running over to get a Diet Coke, get my Diet Coke refill. And as I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm doing it. Somebody bumps me and uh, and he turns around no he was in front of me that's what it was he was in front of me and I was just kind of looking at my phone getting ready to get it and I couldn't see who it was he was in front of me on the machine he kind of runs back he bumps into me turns around grabs my he goes hey man really sorry I'm sorry about that and I'm like no 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 problem and I look it's Jim Palmer and he's like and I and so I'm putting it I go Jim Palmer just apologized to me I cannot believe that <laughs> and he was like are you sure you I was like uh, uh, yeah I'm fine man yeah yeah you could have spilt it all over me and I'd be okay yeah <laughs> awesome fantastic that's awesome take me out to the ball game take me out to the crowd buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks i don't care if i never get back with me root 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 for the home they don't win, it's a shame, for it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids' baseball shirts at 9plusss.com. Today we are joined by Matthew Rollins of Anchor Bats. We're here in the shop. <laughs> we I mean, we've got bats everywhere. We've got machinery, and we're very excited. This is fantastic. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been great. So before we get too much into the bats and the business and everything, we like to give all of our guests what we call a rundown, a little baseball thing for you, um, or it's just rapid-fire random questions. Most are baseball-related. Others are not. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm a little nervous, but (laughs) let's go. All right. So first question we ask all of our guests, what is your quest? Uh, Make a difference. I would say that. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, um, we can do bats, we can do whatever we want to do, but life's short, just make a difference in whatever you do. So Awesome. That might be the best answer we've ever had. Yeah. So yeah. We can cut it and just... It's the, the end. No. <laughs> Thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, <laughs> question two, Matt. What is your favorite color? Uh, blue. 
blue. Is it a specific shade of blue? Are you a navy guy? Or? You know, maybe a little bit in between navy and royal. Uh, I don't know. I can roll with any, any kind of blue. Any blue. Yeah, any cool. blue. Down with that. All right, with that. cool. All right, if you could make a bat out of any non-traditional wood, so forget ash, maple, birch, uh, even birch, birch right? yeah. yeah, what would you make a bat out of? Oh, man, that's a that's a great question. Um, there's some – I don't even know the like the, t- like the actual name of it, but there's some wood in Hawaii that's, like, really, really awesome. Every once in a while they'll do it with, like, specialty guitars. Mm. Um, I would think something like that and just keep it, you know, keep it a very natural look. Um, it's got kind of like a rosewood look to it. Oh, so yeah. um, I have to look it up, but – I didn't think I was going to ask that kind of question. So <laughs> I didn't know like the, the actual species name of it. A lot of good figuring, natural figuring. And yeah, 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 yeah. Just it's really neat. That's cool. Yeah, that is. Uh, next question for you: When do you think MLB will start allowing players to have personalized and customized bats on the field? Like every day, not just like on players' weekend, use. but every yeah. day. Never. <laughs> You're saying no. Yeah, never. I mean, anything could happen. But with the current regime, I see there being absolutely never that yeah. it would take place. I think it's going to take a major cultural shift um, for anything like that to start to start taking place. Yeah, I'll be honest when you when you started to say anything, uh, I, I thought you were going to say anything fun. MLB immediately shuts down. Yeah, Rob Manfred shuts it down. That was like the first thought I yeah. had. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. All right, you're a celebrity guest on a game show. What is the game show? Hmm. I would say I would like it to be Jeopardy, but I would lose. Um, maybe Wheel of Fortune. I would say Wheel of Fortune. I grew up watching both of those. Yeah. So a little bit of a sentimental value, but, you know, I like that. But I would also be down for, like, Amazing Grace or something like that. Okay. Um, if that falls in the technical game show yeah. category. Yeah, I think but so, yeah. That would be fun, and you can win a million bucks. Yeah, you know. can't beat a million bucks. Exactly. <laughs> that, that would, honestly, that would be the only driving force. So. <laughs> just, I wouldn't want to do it for any other reason. Right? Yeah, chasing the money. Building bats in a two-car garage, chasing the money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. So which pitcher, current MLB pitcher, are you going to take yard? Ooh. Um, you know, like, that's a tough question. Um. I would like to say someone throwing really hard and f- just flat. Yeah. Because that gives me the best chance, maybe after seeing a couple pitches, uh, to luck up and square one up. But maybe if that's not the case, um, I would say, you know, I, th- I think I could do okay with Chapman. You know, he, th- yeah. he throws pretty straight. Yeah. He throws hard. You know what's coming yeah, for, the, for, the, for the most part. For sure. Um, and then if not, maybe a guy like Hendricks with, Chicago, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like I think I could handle him all right. I think most guys are taking Hendricks yard these days anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw opening day and it was just I don't know. I mean, most most time he has more movement, but he was yeah. he was pretty flat. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So, all right. If baseball was an ice cream, what flavor would it be? Uh, I would say vanilla because it's pretty bland. You know. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Sometimes. So I mean, it tastes good. Yeah. You know, it does the job. Mm-hmm. You know, you get full from it. But there's not too much swag or anything out there with it, so I would just go with vanilla. But and it's you, still refreshing on a hot summer. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's great. <laughs> Listen, I love vanilla. I'd eat it every day. Yeah. But you know, 
it's not extreme by any sense. Yeah. And you know, sure. vanilla is my favorite flavor. Maybe that's why I like baseball so much. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You go hand in hand. Yeah. All right. The last question we have for you, Matt. If uh, we want to know what milestone in baseball's future do you want your bat associated with? Wow, that's another good one. Um, I would say one of two. Either it to be used by, if there ever is a guy that hits 400 again, um, that would be really cool. Oh, man. So I think that would be, you know, a, a awesome one. Um, you know, if you got a if you got a guy that's hitting a lot of home runs, it gets a little bit more notoriety as well. So you know, if somebody uh, challenges Bonds with with you know making a run at it, that would be cool as well. Yeah. So I kind of one extreme to the other, like either a guy hitting a lot of a lot of bombs and or um, a guy that goes you know 400 for the year. Amazing. Do you think we'll ever see 400? Golly, I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, well, you know what? Maybe if if the game's mentality starts to change a little bit from just, you know, uh, exit velo and launch angles and a lot of the stuff that this with it to net today. And I'm not, I'm not against, you know, any kind of technology that's being utilized, but it's I think it's taken away from a lot of the game. Um, and guys are maybe more concerned with, like, what a spin rate – you know, what was my spin rate today rather than like, hey, you lost the freaking game. So yeah. just figure out that kinesthetic feel of what you were doing before you knew what a spin rate was. And I think I think it's a little bit of a learning curve right now that players and organizations are going through. Um, yeah, that's that's another long topic. But <laughs> organizations have really started we, – we've noticed that even just in our outside but kind of inside ability that we've had with a game – just so much has taken place because we get asked the question, well, like, hey, what can the exit velo be off of one of your bats? Or I'm like, I mean, you're the one swing, you know, you know, like, yeah. so there's how strong are you? Yeah, so there's there's <laughs> yeah, a lot of like questions that were being asked that yeah. we were never asked before. Um, so it's it's an interesting dynamic for for certain, you know, for sure. Welcome back, baseball family. We have a really exciting setup today. We're here with Timmy Hines and Houghton Flanagan of the Greenville Drive. They are joining us today with Brad, obviously, and we're in the same room again, which is exciting because he's usually in Arizona. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Greenville, South Carolina right now, and we're going to talk to these two fine gentlemen. Well, Brig, I think you left out an important piece there. Oh. We're not just in Greenville. We're at the Greenville Drive Stadium. Well, you're right. We we're sure sitting are. in a suite. I feel like I'm getting a VIP experience right now. Well, you are a VIP, Brad, so that's well, probably you. why. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, as always, we do a quick rundown with our guests. We're going to give you five questions each. They're absurd and mostly a lot of fun. And uh, you ready? Question ready? one. Timmy, what is your quest? Uh, I think that question was probably easier like five years ago before <laughs> I really know what I was getting into. Um, but uh, it depends on the organization, really, like on uh, kind of how far I want to take it. Um, when I first started out, I, I wanted to be a GM, you know, whatever it took. But now I kind of like the operation size of it, just – kind of every day is something new so um if i'm with the right organization then you know i'm pretty happy on what i'm doing now but again it depends on the organization so you know if i'm in the right position to be a, a gm or an agm of a minor league team i love that but 
I think when I first got in, I really wanted to be in Major League Baseball eventually. Um, but when you're in minor leagues, I feel like, and you guys know, you guys love love minor league baseball, but uh, it's so much different than Major League, and also you kind of have your hand in so many different things. So I don't think I'd ever go over to the Major League side after, after experiencing the minor league side. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Houghton, yeah. what's your favorite color? Favorite color is red. <laughs> <laughs> grew up, uh, first sporting event I ever went to, grew up in Raleigh uh, when I was, you know, elementary school age and a uh, big Carolina Hurricanes fan. Uh, my dad was from upstate New York and a big hockey guy, so uh, yeah, it's stuck with it since uh, since I was, you know, seven years old. Type that's, of thing. that's awesome. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy, what is the name of your yacht? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean... Working in minor league baseball, I don't think I'll ever experience that life. <laughs> in a kayak, you know. <laughs> What's the name of your kayak? There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah. If I had if I had a yacht, I have to name it something uh, masculine, I'm sure. But I don't know. I'm not sure. Depends on where you're taking it out. You know, the Caribbean, yeah. you know, yeah, Florida coast, yeah. salt water, <laughs> fresh water. Yeah. 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 Do you have a stand-up paddleboard? That's big around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, that's, that's oh, Buckner. Right. Call it Buckner. Buckner. Is that cool? That's a that's a strong name. It's strong. Okay. We'll would that, that that would have to be like some kind of like Billy or what? Well, yeah. I was just say you like you like sit on a paddleboard, right? In between your legs. Sometimes. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, there's, that works. Unless there's a hole in it. Yeah. That'd be a problem. That would be. <laughs> All right. Oh, and what is one item on your baseball bucket list? Uh, baseball bucket list. Surprisingly, I've been working at a Fenway Park replica for five years, but have yet to attend a game at Fenway Park. So uh, okay. that is uh, on the list. A uh, little trip to Boston. Uh, hopefully that happens sooner rather than later. But uh, yeah, catching a game at Fenway is on my uh, on my list. That's awesome. Join the club. Yeah, the same. On everybody's list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there once. Have you? Yeah. It was a magical experience. Yeah, I mean, the park's so old. I remember walking behind home plate, and it's so narrow that, like, if someone's walking towards you, you have to like wait for them to go by. That's how tight it gets. Wow. Because I mean, they built that park what, well over a hundred years ago. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's not the same as it is now, but yeah, it was amazing. I got to sign the pesky pole. Nice. Right That's field. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Follow up question, Timmy. Uh, if the Greenville Drive were a beverage, what would they be? Uh, I think they'd be a dollar beer, wouldn't they? It'd have to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a year or PBR. I mean, I mean, that, I mean that in a good way. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we pride ourselves off of affordable family fun, uh, but what speaks to baseball fans more than a cold beer on a on a afternoon, you know? Cold beer on a Friday night, is that how yeah. that goes? That's how yeah. that goes. Go. Yeah. Hey, whoa. There you go. You whipped that out. <laughs> I did. Jeez. Brad never listens to country music. No, Blink-182 is the closest <laughs> to country music he's ever come, so. <laughs> yep. Yep. Speaking of, speaking of chicken fried, that's the... Uh, one of the new changes in the stadium for this year is okay. uh, we've got a dry branded, essentially Chick Fil A type of place. Nice, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's the new concessions change there nice. for this year. So yeah. we're we're excited for that. That's very that's cool. Really cool. That's really cool. Did you rip off their sauce too? Or uh, it... I don't know Hopefully. if we got the sauce yet. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's some sort of honey mustard type of. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have our own sous chef, so maybe he'll have his hand in that one. That's really cool. You yeah. have your own sous chef. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. I think we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah, we're going to need to. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Houghton, real quick, what is your ideal piece of baseball memorabilia? Ideal piece of baseball memorabilia would have to be probably a Chipper Jones signed bat, I'd have to say. Um, I mean, if we're going 
too deep into it, you know, or how, however, you know, expensive or you know, no price tag type of right. thing, you know, mm-hmm. something, you know, obviously a game used bad, uh, you know, from a World Series game, uh, from, you know, any of those 90s Braves teams would be would be awesome. That's awesome. Timmy, same question. Uh, I think my first, uh, like, memorabilia that I got when I played baseball when I was young, I was probably 12 years old, and we won the city tournament. And we all got to take, uh, like, some dirt from the field and put it in, like, a like a genie bottle type thing mm-hmm. and cap it. And that was pretty cool. And then uh, since then, I've, I've been able to collect some dirt from some, like, minor league fields. And uh, I think that's pretty cool because it's so unique. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. Would you display it in a special way or – yeah, yeah, I used to. It's at my parents' house now in Cincinnati, Ohio. But uh, yeah, I used to have it on my on my bookshelf at home. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, very cool. Uh, One Houghton, more. yeah, Houghton, I got it for you. I wanted to know your team, not necessarily the Greenville Drive, mm. but your big league team. If yeah. they were a beverage, what would they be? Beverage, Braves. Uh, I'm gonna go. What's something that you know breaks your heart and lets you down? <laughs> <laughs> I guess a. A Bud Light on a dark, rainy night. <laughs> a, a, a lukewarm one. Yeah. Right? yeah. Room temperature Bud Light. We have had <clears throat> orange juice and toothpaste. That's, really? Yeah. yeah it's actually the Red Sox. Yeah, it was. So. It was. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Um, let's see. Last question, right? Timmy, I want to know if you were going to name your dog after a baseball player, any baseball player, current or former, what are you naming your dog? How about Pokey Reese? <laughs> All one word, Pokey Reese? Uh, I guess you have to. I mean, it's such a good full name. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe the middle name, right? If it rings with Heinz, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Gripper Reds fan, I think that was probably one of the most unique names growing up. And then the way he left baseball was kind of bizarre. I don't know if you guys knew the story, but he um, signed with the Mariners his final year, and then he never shut the spring training in. I haven't heard from him since then. So wow, but he was, he was kind of off the wall kind of guy too. So <laughs> you know, it wasn't too surprising. But huh. yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. We are joined today by Thomas Zipper of the No Redeeming Qualities podcast. Welcome, Thomas. Howdy. Thanks for joining us today. All right, so we're gonna do like the same thing we do with all of our guests. Yeah, we're gonna treat Thomas with. A rundown. Okay, here we go. It's going to be awesome. First question for you. What is your quest? Like like in life? You know, just what's your quest? What's your quest? (laughs) Okay. My quest is is to tell the greatest story ever told. Right now, that's the Bible, but I'm going to, I'm going to top it. So. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Supported. All right. (laughs) Thomas, what is your favorite color? purple actually it's oh, royalty. Wow. it used to be illegal it used to be illegal for non-royalty to own purple things so all my bed sheets are purple and my drapes are purple so that's oh, a good wow. reason that's great that's a great reason to wear purple I yeah like it. yeah <laughs> all right if the houston astros for those who don't know that is his team correct if the houston astros mm-hmm. were a beverage what would they be oh goodness I would say probably uh, a a Saint Arnold's uh, a Saint a Saint Arnold's beer. If you're not familiar with what that is, that's a local Houston brewery. 
Nice. And they've got all. So I just one of the Saint Arnold's. Would there be a particular style? Are we is, are we going malt forward? Are we are we a hoppy type experience? Uh, probably oh, probably really bitter. I would imagine. I, I I prefer I I prefer a nice dark beer. Uh, I'm not a big IPA guy. Like hops are just I I don't know. I just don't. I don't get the appeal. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you were going to name your dog after a player, current or former, what are you naming your dog? Oh, Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell. Ooh, nice. Oh, there's no hesitation. Yeah. No, there was none. No hesitation. Yeah. So do you Pretty have much, a dog yeah. named Bagwell? I don't. Oh, I don't no. have a dog. <laughs> yeah, <but> I <laughs> I don't. And we'd like to meet him. <laughs> That's awesome. What is your ideal piece of baseball memorabilia? Oh, man. Are we talking like something specific or? Yes, the okay. most specific. And cost is no issue. Cost is never okay. an issue. Well, before the cheating scandal, it would have been a 2017 World Series ring. But now that that's been tainted, I would settle for either the 2005 uh, League ring champion or the 2019 one, because I guess that's less sullied. Mm. I was I really really so bad I wanted you to say a trash can from 2017 (laughs) I am I I am so tired of hearing about trash cans but you are I and you know what's 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 oh sorry we'll finish the rundown (laughs) we will but we're gonna get into it don't worry because you you need to get on your soapbox a little bit it's good I I do I do all right my my question for you is uh if if you could assign a flavor of ice cream to baseball itself, what would it be? Oh, oh goodness. You know, as much as I love baseball, it would have to just be vanilla because <laughs> baseball, baseball just like, I, I, it just can't help itself. It, it just has to be like, they get like, it's the only sport that punishes personality. So yeah. <laughs> Vanilla. Yes. We had this very same conversation not five hours ago. Not even vanilla bean, not fresh no, vanilla. No. Nothing with not, a not even like not yeah, it's gotta be the big plastic jug with the handle that you get. Yeah. That's, that's the that's, blue bell. Like you were you've been eating it since you were seven. <laughs> it's like in a Homer's all-purpose five-gallon bucket. <laughs> Yeah, once you're eating the food by the bucket, that's when you're... <laughs> you got a problem. You got a problem. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Thomas, what is the name of your yacht? I'm sorry, say that again. It broke sorry, out. What is the name of your yacht? Oh, my... Y- oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I, I, I don't know. I've never actually <laughs> thought about having a... I've never thought about having a boat. I, you know what? I'm. I would score brownie points, and I would call it the. I would name it after my husband. I, I would call it the John boat. There we there go. There you go. It will score me some points. Yeah, yeah. You got that's how I. Ju- that's how I can justify buying the yacht. <laughs> or maybe get after him. Yeah, maybe we could uh, settle for a kayak. I easier to swallow a kayak. <laughs> it's just. It's smaller, more affordable. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I have a friend who has a boat, so I don't ever need to buy a boat. So nice. There you go. Oh, it's beautiful. Don't buy a boat, make friends who have boats. Oh yeah, that sounds like solid life advice. Yeah. 
we have a couple of guests on the show tonight. We've got Mike Shapiro and Jim McCurdy of the Pioneer League, and we're hoping to discuss with them all the ins and outs, as, many, as much as we can anyway, in the time that we have, about what it takes to run a baseball league, how, how the teams are decided upon, and all the, we got a lot of questions. But as you know, we have to get them. they got to get caught in a rundown, so we're going to hit them with some questions right now. Uh, Mike, the first question is yours. What is your quest? Well, at the age of 70, my, my quest is to, uh, uh, A, see some grandchildren someday. Who knows? Um, my second quest is uh, to see um, the Pioneer League become reaffiliated uh, with Major League Baseball in some form or another. And I would say my third quest is to uh, shoot my age. I, um, I shot a, a, a 78 the other day, and um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for that. That's a big, big deal to me. Yeah, that's what I shoot on a awesome. three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, the next one's for you. What is your favorite color? Boy, um, you know, it's changed over the years. I think maybe uh, a blue, maybe something of this shade. Don't you think? What do you think? Is that, mm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. This is, this is reality TV type. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike, if you were to describe Nomar Garciaparra in one word, what's the word you would use? I love the explanation um, to his first name. And many people do not know that Nomar was named Nomar because he didn't want to be called Ramon. Nomar <laughs> is Ramon spelled backwards. I, I did know not that. know that. <laughs> you come to the ballpark and learn something oh, new every day. Wow. Woo. I had no idea. That's amazing. You asked huh. the right question. I mean, we could walk <laughs> off with that, but we won't. Jim, next question for you. What is the maximum allowable age to bring a ball glove to a game? Well, you'll have to ask someone older than I. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm answering that question. I'm not older than you are. I mean, yeah, yeah. maybe slightly younger, slightly younger. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you no think, Mike? Mike? What do you, you have an answer for that question? I don't. See no, no. It. There is no. There is no maximum age. No maximum age. Yeah. No. This is a hotly debated topic in our age no, group. No. Hey, you, you bring a glove, you get a ball. Yeah. I mean, you can go. you imagine some 80 year old dude coming without a glove? And a line drive is coming at him. Sorry, you've got to have the glove. You got to fly. It should require every person uh, to bring a glove to the ballpark. Probably, I agree. Yeah, you got to flash the leather. Yeah. Well, and we, that's that sets up one of the conversation topics that we have primed for later. So we'll we'll table that for a moment. But um, okay, Jim, since you avoided that question, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with this one. How would Baseball be different if the Brooklyn Dodgers had not moved to California. Uh, perhaps the uh, Salt Lake Club would still be in the Pioneer Baseball League. Ooh, interesting. You know that reminds me of something that I heard when I went to a mediation conference at Harvard. If we can go in this direction, go ahead. Gorbachev. Mm -hmm had been there uh, the month before and had been asked a question and one asked him, 
how do you think the world would be different if Nikita Khrushchev had been assassinated instead of John F. Kennedy? And what do you think Gorbachev's answer would have been? I have no idea. That's a terrific question. He said, I don't think Ari would have married Ms. Khrushchev. <laughs> hey, I, I will i will answer jim's question yet again um, <laughs> so there's an interesting theory out about that um if if the dodgers uh, were able to get the city of new york to put up the money to keep ebbets field or to yeah. or to build them a new ballpark um and uh and the and and the giants as well they would not have moved west the mets would not exist However, the next team that was likely to move west because of stadium issues and market problems were the St. Louis Browns, mm-hmm. who became the Baltimore Orioles. But they would have gone west. And mm-hmm. who would the second team have been? The New York Yankees. No. No? Hmm. Philadelphia? Huh? Philadelphia A's? The Philadelphia A's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, another thing, though, Branch Rickey had his eyes on the Continental League and was going to bring in San Francisco and L.A. and so forth. And part of this mm-hmm. move was to cut the heart out of the Continental League idea by taking mm-hmm. the large market. So maybe wow. you would have had a competitor league that would have become a third. Very interesting. And, that's you know, that's a question that we've had on our list for a long time that we always ask people just to throw them off their off balance. That's the first time we've ever had an actual answer. And that's <laughs> tremendous. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You haven't All had right. Mark Farrow on your show before. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You're never you coming back it. either, Jim. Have you, have you talked <laughs> no, to no, ESPN no. or anybody, Mike, about uh, what's that? Have you talked to ESPN or anybody about it? I mean, I think Jim Bowden and others are, you know. I'll talk to anybody. I think you need to show. <laughs> we'll call them. We'll we can syndicate it right here, right? You know? Yeah, right. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. We'll do it together. Right, next question. Next question for anybody who wants it. This is a free for all. Um, besides original, what is the best sunflower seed flavor? Uh, well, I'm a ranch guy. Um, I don't know about you, Jim. I don't see you spitting a lot of seeds these days. But I'm, an, I'm a natural guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a ranch guy. I can go ranch. I like natural, but I can go ranch. You know, I used to not think I could go ranch, but apparently we did a blind taste test with seeds. And apparently I love ranch, sunflower seeds. I'm just telling you. I played up until the point they had ranch. And then my kid, when when I stopped playing ball and my kids started playing ball and they're spitting seeds, um, I'm going, no, 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 no. You're violating a prime rule of baseball. You can't go outside of original. And they said, you know, look, Dad, you need to adjust with the times um, with respect to a lot of things. But but notwithstanding, uh, they, they threw some ranch at me. And I have to say, I'm good. I'm good with ranch. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. For a baseball purist, good. I'm good with ranch. Do you have a seed think- company? I'd like to, you know be a league-wide sponsor or something in the pioneer baseball league we would love to do that my favorite sunflower seed producer is biggs they do i think the best job in the business that's what i think yeah brad disagrees david well yeah. okay sorry <laughs> I, I was thinking spitz spitz to me is the worst i do like biggs but david to me is I'm like a david guy. Guy. yeah 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 
So yeah. the next question, I, I'm going to give both of you the, an opportunity to answer this as well. If baseball were an ice cream flavor, what would it be? Um, I would go um, Oreo cookie and cream because that includes the, the, the diversity of baseball. It's, it, it's just the sweetest game there is, and um, I just can't get enough of it. How was that for an answer? That was pretty patented answer. I that was passionate. Yeah, as well. I like, it. I I like that answer, Good. but you know, I don't know. I um, Cherry Garcia. <laughs> Cherry Garcia. <laughs> you, like oh, you guys know Ben and Jerry from Vermont, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we have a beginning on the show. We're spinning a lot of products. Uh, <laughs> we are. We are. I know it. Yeah, you'd think we had <laughs> we would get more with the way we do these things. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, I've got another one for both of you. If the Pioneer League were a beverage, what would it be? Hmm. Well, I I would uh, start off um, because Jim needs to take some time to think through these things, but (laughs) I'll jump in and say um, RC Cola. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. It's it's steeped in history. Uh, but it's it's not given its due uh, for how uh, wonderful it is and how uh, refreshing it is and how different it is. And um, you know what? It's it's an old classic, but it, it never lets you down. Top that one, Jim. The old classic <laughs> I remember, uh, maybe it was just a southern drink, was in a smaller bottle and it was called Grapeette. You can Google it. Okay. Great bet. Great bet. I remember it from a kid as a kid. Uh, RC Cola was awfully sweet compared to Coca-Cola. So there's Dr. Pepper, which is a Southern drink as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Pioneer League's not in the South, thank goodness. No, but RC um, Cola's not there. <laughs> no, but RC Cola, it's a little different than everything else. It is. Do we serve RC Cola at the ballpark? Nobody serves RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still get it? I, I haven't seen it. Can you still get RC Cola? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, frankly, I didn't like it as a kid either. But <laughs> no. There's a lot of things I didn't like as a kid that I like now. Right, though. but now, yeah. yeah. And Mike, who was your favorite band uh, during your uh, upbringing? A few years behind me, was it Big Brother and the Holding Company, or my favorite band Jefferson? of all time? At least, so now Jim's asking the questions. My favorite <laughs> band of all time was the Almond Brothers. Ooh, nice Southern, Southern rock. Didn't like uh, RC Cola. Yeah, love the Almond you Brothers. Can tell it with their music, see? <laughs> Jim. Excellent. Same question to you. What's your favorite band of all time? You know, there's a singer. In fact, he last time I talked with him, he was living in Jackson Hole, just over the mountain from Idaho Falls, where our club is. A lot of people come from uh, Jackson over to see the games. And his name was Tom Rush. Oh, my God. I love Tom Rush. He was up in uh, your country, Mike. Oh, I used to. Well, when, when I was in college at Georgetown, I worked in a nightclub called The Cellar Door, a classic place that uh, when you want to look at some hit music history, check out the cellar door. And Tom Rush was a regular there. And um, he did um, Jackson Brown's child song better than Jackson Brown. 
Wow. And oh, Tom Rush was one of my favorites. Oh, he did these guy. days. He did these days as well. Probably better. But can you believe Jackson Brown was a teenager when he wrote that song? Don't yeah, confuse I mean, me with my failures. I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten them. To say that sort of stuff. I, I wrote a book, and that was uh, you know you, you, you sometimes you put the quotes um, in front of the the you know the prologue, and uh, I use that line. You know, uh, don't don't uh, remind don't. Uh, what was it? Don't remind me of my don't failures. I have not. With, with don't confront me with my failures. I have not forgotten them. What a great line. These guys That's are great young line. for this, I think. Isn't that right? Well, well man, I can't believe no. you like Tom Rush. You're, you're the, yeah, you're no, the I met him, met him in Austin, met him in Spokane. I said, Don, where are you living now? He said, I'm in Jackson Hole. I said, how did you get to Jackson Hole? He said, I just woke up there one morning. <laughs> well, he hung out. <laughs> no, I can tell you probably a lot of the connection was with through a lot of people uh, wound up in Jackson Hole in that area. All of them were kind of of that that genre of Colorado singers that all ultimately, you know, all came like Pure Prairie League and um, uh, ultimately the Eagles. But they all were following John Denver, who was yeah. a big Aspen guy. Cool. Uh, anyway. Yes, and uh, John Denver. There is a group from Spokane where I live, by the way, uh, that uh, grew up. They were in, they were Gonzaga Glee Club people. <laughs> Called the Chad Mitchell Trio. Oh yeah, they were awesome. That was and, that was John Denver. Yeah, and Chad Mitchell decided to go solo in a Sinatra type thing and do cabaret clubs in New York. And so they brought in a guy whose name wasn't John Denver at the time, but it was John Denver to replace him. Mm. They also had a person named uh, Jim again, again, that was with them. He played the guitar because the, the trio did not play and, instruments, and, and he came. He joined the birds and changed his name to Roger. Roger McGuinn. And uh, no Hall of Famers, none of them the original. Wasn't Jim, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know we're a far afield here, but wasn't Harry Chapin part of the Chad Mitchell trio at one point? You know, I have not heard that, but I will talk with it because we know it. I will look Chad through Mitchell it. lives here in town, as does Mike Koblick, who is, was one of the original Chad Mitchell trio, and I'll ask him about that. Uh, and Harry we'll Chapin was one of the greats. Oh, yes. And we, we have, though, in Montana, a great history, if you want to go in this direction. Uh, goodness gracious. We haven't uh, talked about baseball yet. But. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we talk about ice cream and sometimes. Well, ice cream and music, man. The margarita, the margarita guy. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy, Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett was in Montana along with, uh, uh, um, goodness gracious, uh, a writer that wrote uh, Trout Fishing in America, uh, Richard Brodigan. Brodigan, yeah. In the group. And they yeah. all hung out together. And Tom McGuane, who is a writer, married Jimmy Buffett's sister. And they were all right down the road in Montana. So, All right. You want to talk baseball? The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports, from current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the Nonlinear Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Today we have with us Jordan Scott of Foul Ball Safety. Now we're going to talk to him about foul ball safety in, in baseball parks. But first, before we get into that, we're going to give him the same treatment we give all of our guests. He is going to get a rundown. Are you ready, oh, Jordan? Yeah. Yes, yes. Run it down. All right, here we go. First question, what is your quest? 
the quest is to bring attention to this conversation, to speak to like-minded folks that are really curious to know past and present foul balls. Awesome. What is your favorite color? Um, Blue. Correct answer. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jordan, if your favorite baseball team was a beverage, what would it be? Um, Cherry Coke. Okay. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, the, Met, the Mets are blue and orange, so I tried to combine the colors, and maybe blue and orange become cherry. I'm not an art teacher or a coordinator, so I, I'm just taking a taking a flyer <laughs> on that one. You nailed it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, this gets into some things. What is the maximum age that you think it's appropriate to, be, to bring a baseball glove to watch a game at a ballpark? Uh, as a fan, as a recreational spectator, uh, where balls will not be crushing our skull, um, any age is fine. We agree. We agree with you on that. All right. Excellent. Um, how would baseball be different if the Dodgers had never left Brooklyn for a that's interesting. I would have been staying a Brooklyn Dodger fan because there would have been probably no National League baseball team new, uh, uh, newly added. Uh, so uh, I followed my father's allegiances with the National League. I was born into the Mets. That's awesome. Yeah. So who? my question then is, who is your daddy and what does he do? Dad is dead. Dad is a lawyer. He's probably, you know, thinking about me now as I'm thinking about him. And uh hope his spirits are out there watching what we're doing here. He 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 thinks what I'm doing now is lawyerly like, I'm sure. And he's probably questioning <laughs> why am I doing this? But I'm thinking like uh I grew up in the same house as you did, so I mean, I inherited some of those uh, skills, traits, thoughts. Yeah, it Absolutely. definitely is passed down. I'd say that for sure. Yeah. Um, if baseball were an ice cream flavor, what would it be? Um, baseball. I'll go with the sugar snack. I'll go with the blue and the orange. Hmm. Yeah, the 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 uh, popsicles of the uh, frozen section. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Last question, Jordan. What's the name of your forthcoming autobiography? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this could be uh, part one of the yeah. uh, foul ball uh, safety now uh, book series because uh, the story continues as I continue to meet new folks with new stories. So, uh, don't know. Don't All have, right. Don't have it. I haven't gone that far ahead. Nothing. I think don't know is probably a great don't. title for an autobiography. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
So this is Denise's first time on the, this podcast, the big show. She, like I said, she hosts the North Chicago Baseball Together podcast. Check her out monthly. She does the best job out of all of us, I feel like. Does a fantastic job covering the Cubs. Uh, but since this is her first time on this show, we're going to give her a rundown like we do with all of our guests. So, Denise, are you ready? Ready as I'm going to be. There goes my voice. Sorry. <laughs> I gotta apologize. I have to explain this really quick. So I did a talk mutter over the weekend. Um, so I have softball Friday night. And then Saturday, I did my first ever talk mutter event. Um, and then uh, Sunday, yesterday, I was at a charity bike run listening to a live band. So there was a lot of kind of talking very loud, singing with the band. So my <laughs> voice is a little bit cached today. So it, it kind of goes in and out. So I apologize if it cracks. It's good content. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. First question. What is your quest? What is my quest? Um I don't even know how to answer that. Uh I get like I, I'm gonna have to ask you to elaborate because I'm not quite a hundred percent sure what you mean by that. No elaboration. What is your quest? Oh. What is my quest? Um, I guess in, in uh, we'll, we'll keep it to baseball here in baseball terms. Um, honestly, to, to kind of keep improving in, in uh, I guess, training, training, I guess. Um, but keep improving myself and learning uh, as much as I can, not just about the Cubs, but more baseball in general, like expand um, kind of my horizons. I know a lot about the NL, but not so much about the AL. So maybe pick there that up. Very good. And what is your favorite color? Purple. How would you describe Javi Baez using one word? The first one that came to mind is Magician, just because of his nickname. So I'm going to leave it at that. That was the first thing that came to my mind. What is the maximum allowable age that is appropriate to bring a baseball glove to a baseball game? Cut, you cut out the maximum allowable age to bring a baseball glove to a game? Yes. I don't think there's any limit to that. I agree. Very good. I'm bringing my glove what? to the game on September 10th. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> Self-defense. You got to have your glove there. We're in prime foul ball territory. Yeah. There you go. What is the name of your autobiography? <laughs> um, man. I would have to say I don't even know. Um, <laughs> probably, I, you know, I, I would have to go. Um, I'm just a girl living in a sports world. There you go. Um, if baseball was an ice cream for what would it be? Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> good that's good coming from a cubs fan that's good (laughs) okay you're a celebrity guest on a game show what's the show i'm a celebrity guest on a game show you're the celebrity guest 
what is the game, game show? show? What's the show? Uh, Jeopardy. Would you compete? Would you like? Would you do well? Do you think? I think so. I I'm full of useless yeah. information. Um, hey, my join my the club. dad actually my dad actually tried out for Jeopardy years ago, and actually I did too. I auditioned. Yeah. Um, my dad got further than I did. Um, he actually made it to the final round right before you get on the show, and then he got a little. Oh, that's cool. Um, I that's made really it. Cool. Two, I made it two rounds in. Um, nice. But yeah, so I, I, yeah, I, I think I'd. Especially the celebrity editions, because there some of those questions are a little bit easier. That's true. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> if the Cubs were a drink, what would they be? <laughs> <laughs> Which version of them? Uh, <laughs> the current iteration. <laughs> Malort <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'd have to go Malort. We had. I think the best one we had was um, we had a Boston Red Sox fan said, you know, most of the time it's orange juice and toothpaste. Sometimes it's champagne, but mostly it's orange juice and toothpaste. <laughs> All right, last question. How would baseball be different if the Dodgers had not moved from Brooklyn? Um, hmm. Well, I don't think... Um, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I think it would just be different divisions, right? Um, I mean, I, I don't think we'd have, you know, a Mets team. And, and I guess it would depend on where you would throw the the Dodgers. Um, you know, would they have, you know, would they have been in an AL? Would they have been in an NL? You know, because teams have flip-flopped a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You know, Houston's yeah. gone back and forth. The Brewers have gone back and forth. Um, I just, honestly, I think, I think it would still be similar. Um, I, I, because, you know, Jackie Robinson would still, you know, he still came up, um, before they moved from Brooklyn. Right. Mm-hmm. Am yeah. I thinking my history, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah you're um, right. So, I mean, I think honestly, it's just the location, you know, the, the Dodgers wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be the popular then California team. Um, they'd have somebody mm-hmm. else. And, and I don't think then would we, would we have three New York teams? Um, or would, you know, would they have mm-hmm. just stuck out there? You know, would the Mets not exist? I can't imagine the Yankees not existing, but it'd be nice, yeah. but I can't imagine the Yankees not existing. <laughs> Sorry, Brig. Um, well, I don't know if, you know, would we have, I, I don't think it would, I honestly don't think it would make a whole lot of a difference. Um, I think it would just be the, the geographical changes. Yeah. And I, I've always thought like, I, I love asking this question because it does provoke a lot of thought. And I've always thought that like, there would still be an LA team. They just wouldn't be the Dodgers. And there's right. the great potential for, instead of the two, two of the biggest brands in baseball being in New York, and then the other being in LA, instead you've got two of the biggest brands in New York, right? right? Like how big would an LA team if it didn't have the Dodgers name with it that brought everything with it from Brooklyn? So it's it's fun to think about. I mean, Disney Plus just launched their what if, maybe we'll start doing what if baseball questions and do whole episodes yeah. on it. I don't know. That'd be fun. Yeah, and I, like I but, said, I think that's just the point is I, I don't think the game itself would be different. I think it would just be who's going to be popular. You know, it's the geographical thing. Who would be yeah. popular where, you know, like you said. Mm-hmm.
Today we have a, a good friend of mine, a guest. We have Andrew LaRose. Say hello, Andrew. Hey guys. <laughs> all right. on. We're happy to have you. We're really happy to have you here. So, like we do with all of our all of our guests, we're going to get Andrew ready with uh, with a rundown. Are you ready? I'm so ready. So ready for this. All right, let's get it going. First question: What is your quest? Uh, to seek the Holy Grail, obviously. Um, yeah. Whatever that is for me in particular, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it's obviously the Holy Grail. Nice. You got it. <laughs> what then? Andrew is your favorite color um it's not blue uh or yellow it's it's actually it's actually more of a orange orange is kind of my my favorite maybe with red so there you go awesome probably we're talking about off the bridge because it wasn't the right answer but probably yeah a little (laughs) bit of uncertainty there you'd you'd go flying fine that was we were talking about that actually last night we're recording this week's episode that like about colors we do and don't like and orange is one of them that i i don't Purple was the one that I touched on, but I, I, I think it's because I used it, to live in Boise. It's, it's not for everyone. It. It's, it's loud, you know, it's, it's a loud color. Yeah. 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 I think it was, I really think it was because I used to live in Boise, all that blue and orange. Oh, and yeah, you're just living yeah. with blue and orange up there. So <laughs> everything, everything. <laughs> not great. <laughs> all right. Next question. How would you describe Nomar Garcia Para in one word? Legend. Um, and I, this is coming from a, a Red Sox fan, obviously. So yeah. I mean, you know, the, the late '90s was was a special time when Nomar was at his peak. He was killing it, Rookie of the Year, MVP candidate. I mean, I could go on and on about Nomar. He's he's fantastic. Um, so yeah, legend feels like the right word. Um, and just sad that uh, it all ended up working out the way that he wasn't on that that 2004 squad when they actually won the series still still hurts me for him in yeah. that way yeah yeah i think most people feel that way for sure mm-hmm. um it besides original what's the best sunflower seed flavor um i'm, I'm actually gonna go with barbecue um i just wow. am a big barbecue kind of guy and just i love love the taste of hickory you know and so <laughs> When you're just solid chewing on them and sunflower seeds, and I can still, you know, taste like I'm chomping on a brisket. I think that that's the right way to go. And I think that's Beauty. the right answer. Right answer. <laughs> what is the name of your autobiography? Ooh, name of autobiography. Um, uh, it, well, Andrew LaRose. Um, The man who loved many things, um, I guess, is, is going to be going to be the title. So, I mean, I've, I've got some love of, of sports, obviously, which we'll which we'll get into. Um, uh, I did theater back in the day. I love singing like kind of a jack of all trades, as you will do a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. The man who loved many things. Um, I guess that the, you needed the ellipses there. With um, my guess is that that should the, be in the oh title. Guess. Yeah, that yeah, also um, needs guess, to be included I, because it's the like, well, I'm not sure here, but I, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I got for you. So, all right. So, how would baseball be different if the Dodgers had not moved from Brooklyn? Ooh, man, that is that is a good question. How would it be different? <laughs> um, well, you wouldn't have, you know. 
major team, the big major team, I guess, in that major market. I mean, you can talk about the Angels and a lot of people in like the LA area are, are Angels people, of course, but like, man, just the course of history just feels so different because you think of like the, the, big, the big battles between the Yankees and the Dodgers and it being East Coast versus West Coast, whereas it would just literally be like the, the Subway Series, you know, with uh, mm. them and the Mets that they had back in the 2000s. And so, yeah, it just kind of feels like it would like baseball would just be historically way, way weirder, way different if, uh, <laughs> if the Dodgers don't go out there. And I think they were one of the first out there as well and so they kind of opened up that westward expansion as you will for mm-hmm. for baseball so um if they don't prove that you can have west coast baseball then maybe you you don't have teams like 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 brad's mariners for example you know yeah true yeah that is absolutely true who is your daddy and what does he do <laughs> so <dead. laughs> uh, uh, big poppy and he hits dingers yes <laughs> his bigness yes oh man you hit a dinger with the answer to that question yeah, that's what that was <laughs> that one roped all the way out to center field oh yes. Oh man all right last question would you sign a petition to have rob manfred decommissionered because that's a word decommissionered yeah, um, yeah it's a word now i sign it <laughs> Uh, he certainly made some decisions that I haven't loved. That is that is very true. Um, enough to sign the petition. Hmm. I'd have to think about it. The problem is, it's like, well, what what would I get instead of Rob Manfred right now? Yeah, um, is kind of the the issue here. Like the devil, you know, right? The devil, you know. Yeah, kind of thing. Mm. So, I mean. Would I be re-signing up for Bud Selig too? So I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of. I'd take him at this point, to be honest. I I mean, I would take him over. (laughs) over That's that's true. (laughs) That's true. But like, I would need. I would. I would need to know what's in the pipeline before I'm just ready to just sign. What if it was Bob Costas? Oh, Bob! Oh, mercy! You've you've. mm, I love me some Bob Costas. Uh, so like I said, Jonathan, this is his first time on the podcast. I mean, we're going to do to him the same thing we do to all of our guests the first time they come on. He's going to get a rundown. Are you ready for this, Jonathan? I'm ready. Okay. As we say, these are um, mostly baseball-related questions. Some of them are not at all. And uh, here we go. Let's see how you think on your feet. First question, what is your quest? My quest? Oh, in life, retirement, that is my mm. quest. Finding my way quest. to retirement as soon as possible. That's a good quest. My dad taught me that 30 years ago, I think. Work your way to retirement. <laughs> He's still not there. Um, <laughs> next question, what is your favorite color? Oh, favorite color. I'm a big green fan. Big green, uh, like the hat. Yeah. About, about this color green. Yeah. Goes nice. good with the red. I like it. Is there a maximum allowable age that is appropriate to bring a baseball glove to a professional baseball game? I believe 18 to 80 does not matter. You can take a baseball glove with you to any game 
for one, the older you get, the slower your reaction time gets. The glove helps. <laughs> the thing that's funny about that is we, we ask a lot of people that question, and everybody always says, there is no maximum age. It doesn't matter. Bring it. Got to protect yourself, right? And for some reason, there's this whole machismo thing. No, you don't bring a baseball glove to the game. They're not going to call you out of the stands to play. Just catch with your bare hands. Like, no. I use my hands to work. <laughs> I've had balls that are coming in to the seats, and I'm like, I can totally snag this. But if I break my hand, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to work. Exactly. Exactly right. And I think it was like the second episode that we ever recorded. I was like, think about this. You're out in the outfield. The ball is 105 off the bat. You think you're going to be able to catch that by the time it reaches the stands? Mm. Mm. Simple physics tells you that ball's coming in at about 100 miles an hour, and you're not going to catch that barehanded. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. But good answer. I like it. Next question. What is the name of your autobiography? Oh, the name of my autobiography. (laughs) The name of my autobiography would be what I should have done the first time around. Nice. I like it. A little bit of revisionist history in there. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Creative. I like that a lot. That's good. All right. If your favorite team, the Washington Nationals, correct? That's right. Was a beverage, what would they be? Ooh. What's your favorite beer? Oh, I don't drink beer. You don't drink beer? No. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. What's your, what's your favorite drink? I have a Diet Mountain Dew right here with me. It would be a Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew. That's what they would be. <laughs> They're your favorite drink? They are. <laughs> there you go. That's good. I like it. Besides original, what is the best sunflower seed flavor? I'm a big barbecue fan. Have you ever had barbecue and pepper together? I believe so. That's another sleeper, though. The, just the pepper, mm-hmm. the pepper sunflower seeds. Oh, those are good too. So the combo is next level because if you like steak, mm-hmm. that's what you get. It's a steak flavor with with the barbecue and the pepper. Yeah, that's it's good. it's it's a good way to go. It, what brand? What brand of barbecue do you prefer? Oh, uh, what is it? David's. David's. I'm a David's guy. Yeah. The uh, what is the what's the other big brand? I cannot. Well, there's think. there's Bigs, Spits, or Trash. Um, I think Bigs reaches too far sometimes with their flavors, so I, that's yeah. why I really stick with David's most of the time. David's really simple. They have their hot jalapeno, which is outstanding. Which is that's my other favorite one. But I'm all about David Original. That's like like I have right here. I have a, a seed sack. That's what mm. I have in here all day. I just <laughs> chop on sunflower seeds all day long. All right, next question. If the Brooklyn Dodgers, or if the Dodgers never left Brooklyn, how different would baseball look today? It, it's kind of, it's really tough to say. I, I think they would probably be 
they would probably be the Yankees in a lot of ways. Um, because all be. the time, I believe they would probably have been very successful over the years. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people would look at them like the Yankees. They'd probably have a lot of championships and a lot of people would hate them, but they would be successful. Yeah, I think you're right. You're right. All right, last question for you. If baseball was an ice cream flavor, what would it be? Oh, I'm a big strawberry fan. Like Daryl Strawberry? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) That's solid. I like strawberry. A lot of what we get on that is vanilla. There's nothing wrong with vanilla, but it's vanilla. Like, okay. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. We hope you enjoyed this rundown of the rundowns. While I'm wrapping things up here, don't forget to jump on the shop, 9plusus.com. Be sure to spell it out, N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com, where you can support the podcast by buying t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, hoodies. We have all kinds of great things. We have stickers on the podcast as well, so you can put a sticker on your water bottle, your computer, your car, whatever you want. Anyway, we have it all there at 9plusus.com. We've got some great stuff, great prices as well. You can start off the new year, like I said last week, with a new wardrobe if you so choose. Anyway, hop on the shop and uh, support the podcast there. Also, be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Let us know what you think. If you'd like, you can send some feedback through the mailbag. You can do that with the link in the description uh, in every single episode or hop on BaseballTogether.com where there's a link up in the navigation. You can also watch and listen to the podcast there as well. But baseball family, thank you again for joining us for this episode and for this entire year, making it the biggest year yet of the Baseball Together podcast. We really appreciate your listenership and supporting the podcast in every way that you do. And with that, Happy New Year, and we will catch you next year. Mm